0: Hi, and welcome to Yes Please, your go-to podcast for all things sexuality, pleasure, and orgasms. I've named this podcast Yes Please, because that's how I want you to feel about all things sex, pleasure, and orgasms. Yes please, and more. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here, and that you wanna learn more about how to experience more shameless pleasure deeper satisfaction, and ecstatic orgasms in your life and sexuality, and I hope to inspire you to feel that you can embrace and celebrate your sexuality all throughout your life journey. This podcast isn't just about sex and sex education, however, it's about so much more, personal growth, living a radiant and confident and authentic life, radical joy and expression, and general fucking goodness. I'm your host Erica Alsborn and I'm a sexuality teacher and expert sex and birth coach but you can think of me more as your BFF who you love to talk to about sex and all the intimate things you don't feel comfortable talking about with anyone else. I celebrate the vast and diverse human erotic and sexual experience and I embody a deep shamelessness when it comes to sex in all its different expressions. However, having said that, I am a straight, able-bodied, cisgendered woman and in my work I specialize in female sexuality and I work with women with pussies and while I have a broad and liberal approach to sex and a very extensive training, my knowledge is limited by my own lived experience as well as the focus in my professional work. But I hope you'll learn lots here with me. Expand your idea of what sex is and can be and mean for you. And even though I'm an expert on this topic, I'm not an authority. Everything I share is always a suggestion, not a must. So take what resonates and leave the rest behind. I'm always open to receiving your constructive feedback, so don't hesitate to reach out if you have any. Okay, hi and welcome again. I'm delighted that you're here and now let's dive into today's topic. Okay. Yay. Welcome Raina. Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i so excited to be here with you today. Firstly, because I think you're a really cool person um, and I've been enjoying your Instagram and your reels. I think I save all your reels for inspiration. I'm like, I'm oh going to do God. that. I'm going to do that. It's
1: so <laughs> funny to hear that because I feel like the majority of them are so ridiculous that I'm like, yeah. I can't believe this is my job. Just yeah. recording these reels. <laughs>
0: Well, that's what I love about them that you're funny, uh, oh. so funny. I mean, I well, maybe one your your humor resonates with mine welcome, um,
1: you're my people then you're my yeah people. <laughs> and um
0: uh, and so you're a cool person, and I'm excited to have this um conversation with you, and also the work that you do is super inspiring, and obviously, we'll talk about it, so you'll get to share with everyone listening what it is that you do and yeah, I'm just thinking that it's going to be so juicy and powerful and super inspirational for people to hear about this stuff. It's also something that I'm working with, a full disclosure, struggling with. <laughs> Got it.
1: <laughs> Hopefully I share something then that you can just take away and implement. Yeah.
0: So I'm like, I'm, I'm selfishly doing this for me and for Perfect. the greater good of the world, people, and people, and for you to spread your amazing work. So without further ado, let's get into it. Um, tell tell us a little bit about uh, the work that you do and what got you into it and maybe what you love about it.
1: This is such a long story, I feel like, but I'm going to do my best to shorten it so that Sorry. you can ask questions <laughs> and dive into it. Yeah, well, I mean, before we recorded, you were like, this is my first question. And I was like, oh my God, this is like the longest answer possible because I feel like so many life events have led me to doing the work that I do today. And I feel so, I hate using the word lucky because I feel like it's not luck. It's like ridiculous intention that I've used, but taking every single life event and being like, okay, this is like something that a lot of people struggle with. And for some reason, not that it came easy to me, but it was simple for me to kind of grasp. And I think a lot of people really struggle in it, in the area of routine and consistency. Um, And showing up for themselves in a way that feels good because as you know I think women and men and I mean humans in general I feel like we have so many different things kind of pulling us that us and our like self care and our feel good routine and things in our day that make us you know kind of become energized and feel good I feel like those are kind of put on the back burner a lot of times. So my business is teaching people how to build consistent routines and show up for those routines consistently. Um, But it is a very new business. Actually, I started in like January of 2021. I started doing this because nine years prior to that, I was in the like online wellness world with workouts and nutrition plans and things like that. And I found myself just getting ridiculously frustrated with people. (laughs) I hate to admit (laughs) that, but it's like. You know, I realize I can give a hundred different meal plans and a hundred different workout routines, but like people are going to just, I mean, you like take it and you put it in your pocket and you're like, "Cool, thanks. And I'm just not going to show up for this. Right. Like they had a really hard time figuring out how to stay consistent with those plans and those routines while life was kind of just pivoting all around us right? I feel like that is like the underlying thing uh, that I hear from people is that, you know, this is happening, that's happening, I have this going on, or, you know, it could be a new child or a divorce or an illness or all of these things. And they struggle so much to show up for themselves through that. And so that's kind of the business that I've developed is helping people do that.
0: Isn't that so cool, though, that it's 2022, and you can run a business in your case? Oh, my
1: God, I think about it every morning. I'm like, this is insane is that this yeah. is what I get to do every day but I feel yeah. so honored to do it so
0: yeah I mean obviously yeah. I'm the same and I'm like yeah. oh my god I get to teach people literally how to masturbate and have orgasms. Right. Like that's what people pay me for <laughs> this is insane and I
1: love it <laughs> yeah. it's so oh, good awesome. yeah. um but yeah
0: so that's um yeah thank you for sharing that so I find that one of the um, bigger struggles for with me, well, for me, and that I've been, I've been talking to to my business coach about this. Actually, this morning I was talking to my um, health HR I always forget what the health um, and reproductive hormone practitioner, whatever she teaches, she Somebody. coaches me <laughs> on the justice method. It's like a, a fertility awareness method, and okay. it, the topic came up again around routine and the importance yeah. of routine and. Cyclical living and you know having, uh, having routines so that you can feel freedom and experience more freedom, and the biggest issue for me is I think not so much life events, although of course they um impact I think for me it's identity sure like, I'm not a XYZ person who yeah. you know for whatever reason like i'm not, I, I'm not a routine I'm not organized i'm yeah. not. I'm not capable of I don't live by routines and for sure that was probably true in my 20s and it was good for me then to rebel and blah 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 and mm-hmm. travel and do all the things but it doesn't fit anymore like it doesn't yeah. work right and so I think do you see that in your work the the piece around identity coming
1: up yeah well I think you're not that person until you become that person right yes. like I think yeah. it just requires a little shift because I can I mean, I wasn't like straight out of the womb, like, what are we going to do today? Where's my to-do list? You know what I mean? Like it took a lot of like me not being that person and feeling the feelings that that person carries to kind of inspire myself to say, okay, there has to like, I have to, there has to be a different way, right? The the overwhelm and the lack of direction and this feeling that I like constantly, I hear from people that they just feel stuck and they don't know where to start. And it's like- You can only live with that feeling for so long before something has to give or something has to shift, unless you're just comfortable living in that space. But I, I found myself ridiculously uncomfortable living in that space. So I was like, okay, there has to be a different way. You know, what is step one? And maybe step one is, you know, I don't know. It's different for every single person, but maybe step one is like sitting down to journal every single day, or sitting to read a book every day, or doing a workout every day, or eating this meal a little bit healthier every single day. But then, you know, for me, bigger picture, it's how do I want my day to feel like, what do I, what's the energy I want to carry every single day. And a routine helps me feel that way because I feel, you know, so many people I've heard them say, I feel restricted or I need more freedom. And I'm like, your routine should, should feel good. Right. It shouldn't be this like restricted constricted feeling that you have to carry every single day. So, you know, people will often say, oh, I don't, I can't have the routine you have. And I'm like, I don't want you to have my routine. I want you to build a day that feels good for you. And that checks all the boxes for you. And that, you know, allows you to kind of show up for those non-negotiables that you have. Because yeah. every single body and every single human, and every single life is a little bit different, you know?
0: Obviously. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> you meet people and they, and you say a lot of them, they feel stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you find is the is the like if if obviously everyone's different and everyone's journey is unique and everyone has different needs and uh lifestyles etc but what's the like if if there is a kind of general blueprint to get from stuck to feeling maybe excited or capable uh and like you're building at least the the basement of of a routine maybe you're not totally
1: (laughs) that's one of a routine yeah yeah I think it's I think it's vision I think it's Mm -hmm. having knowing where you're going like of course it's like I can't say you know in 10 years I'm going to have this or this or this but it's like I remember in early 2020 I mean as everyone's world was literally flipping upside down it was I fell into this depression again. And this is like recent, right? Where I was just like, I cannot for the life of me even picture what's going to happen in the next month, like let alone the next couple of years. And so I forced myself to sit down and do two different journaling exercises. One was if I don't shift X, Y, and Z, what will next year look like and feel like, and what's the energy I'll carry? There's my baby and all of those kinds of things. And then the second one was if I do make X, Y, and Z shift, what would it look like and feel like? And for the first time in literally a couple of years, I had I the ability to kind of sit down and say, okay, I just need to shift a couple things and show up in a way where I like having, I know where I'm going, right? Like I know what it's going to feel like in a year if I do X, Y, and Z. So why not start aligning my life and my day to look like X, Y, and Z so that I'm working towards it? Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. It makes like total having sense. that big
1: picture vision. I feel like people often are just so it's kind of, it's a battle though, because you want to be present and you want to be in the now and you want to be enjoying the little things and being there with your children and, and enjoying the puppies and all of these things. But you also have to be able to say, okay, I know where I'm going. How do I want my day to look between where I am and where I'm going?
0: Yeah, that makes total sense. And it aligns um, with my my style of coaching. And that usually the first step in um, any transformation process and the way that I work with my clients is to, and also in my courses is to work with vision and, and desire mm. to get really clear on what do you actually yeah. want to be able to name it, to be able to see it and visualize it. Um,
1: That's really hard for a lot of people though.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: I, I get, like taken back sometimes by how many people are like I don't even know what I want and I'm like sit and daydream like sit for a second like I tell people I'm like imagine the highest version of you like your highest self like money and time are not an issue like what would you do what would it feel like what would you fill the that day with and those gaps with and I, I think it's just it's so hard unless people are literally like guided through that you know yeah, absolutely. I
0: think first of all, it has a lot to do with permission. Like not that, mm. you, well, someone who knows more than you in an area. So for you, it's like, if I come to you for coaching, I can trust you that you're knowledgeable and competent and skillful. And I've read your testimonials and blah, blah, blah. Like I trust you with <laughs> like, okay, she has skills. She's going to teach me something. So there's, sure. there's a level of like, not authority, but, but, but there kind of is right. You have authority yeah. in your topic. Um, and so someone with in a kind of in a position of authority or more um, more uh, skill knowledge saying to you you actually have permission right you have Mm -hmm. permission to actually think about what you desire and same sexually people you know to be able and to be able to name it and speak it out loud and be witnessed in that and also speak the positive desire instead of I don't want to I I don't want to have I don't want to experience pain I don't want to have orgasm issues I don't want to feel a lack of lust and libido and sexiness instead of saying I want to feel fucking sexy I want to have the best orgasms of my life it's such a difference in vibration and energy and also a sense of possibility that you're heading in a direction of creation and that there's a growth mindset rather than I don't want to be lazy. I don't want to feel stuck. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be disorganized.
1: Because that yeah. brings you
0: kind of nowhere.
1: Yeah. We focus on this like 80% of like where we don't want to go, right? Yeah. Versus just shifting and saying, okay, but like, think like, I am a big believer in manifestation and visualizing and the power of just like language and, you know, the things we hold in our thoughts and stuff like that, like really do play out and become reality and so the more we focus on the negative the more that becomes our reality I believe
0: yeah absolutely so vision um cool and then (laughs) uh, (laughs) I'm gonna pick your brain Vision, cool (laughs) um so from there so um tying back to what you said I think that's so incredibly powerful to journal on if I don't change anything if I don't do anything where do I see myself in whatever time frame you choose one year five year mm-hmm. ten years um if I change these things or if I really allow myself to dream big and have my desire what could my life look like in one five ten years what do you find is that what I'm hearing is that, that kind of taps into um Using gain, like the 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 possibility of gain as a motivator, Mm -hmm. but also using the possibility of kind of fear as a motivator. Because if you look at if I change nothing in one year, I'll be in the exact same place. Holy fuck, that that feels like it's painful. It's
1: it's It's painful. painful. Literally painful. I remember writing it out, and I literally had like tears streaming from my face because I was like as I was writing the if I don't make changes I'm just sitting there being like holy that's my reality like that's my right now like how how sad of a place to just stay yeah you know and so many people do it because that that little shift is uncomfortable or that casting that vision is like oh well I don't you know and oh I don't deserve that right oh I can't pause and it's like "No, no 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 stop the language like what if what if you know yeah. because where you are is often not where we want to just stay planted you know
0: yeah why why do you think knowing that it's so painful or maybe we don't we don't make it conscious you know mm-hmm. we just go about our days and externalize our power and just stuck in the hamster wheel blah 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 busy yeah. tired stressful modern living in in the west it's it's very unnatural
1: yeah <laughs> very
0: hard yeah I mean we, <laughs> have,
1: <stay> we <laughs> have
0: indeed you know a, a luxury of, of life quality for sure and in ease and comfort and stuff like that but also it's, it's it's really quite unnatural and hard for our nervous system and our being a human in this really artificial kind of world but why do you think it's it's so painful to become consistent even if the, the even if it's painful to stay the same and you're just is it that you're kind of do you think people just hope that they will magically change like i'll start tomorrow i'll start next year
1: i don't think people realize how bad they feel i, mm. I don't that that may be like harsh to say but even you know for you me you can
0: bring think, harsh truths okay <laughs> <I don't
1: mind. laughs> i'm like I don't wanna like, you know, gut punch anybody, but I feel like you don't know when you're in it. You know what yeah. I mean? And I remember like I I had a bunch of just massive health issues that I went through in like 2016 to 2018. And I remember getting on the other side of it and like today and being like, Holy crap. I know what good feels like now. Like I know what good feels like and I felt bad and there is no way I'm going back to that. There is no way I would choose to go back to living and feeling and being in that space that I was back then. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I feel like at, to a certain extent, we just don't know how good we're able to feel. I don't think we give ourselves permission. I don't think we are. We feel like I was listening to an audio book this morning and she was like, I don't think we are willing to change our lives until we believe we're worthy of living that life. And I think that's it. I think we are just stuck in this space of, I guess this is as good as it gets. I remember being a parent to, you know, my two daughters who are so, I mean, they were like, you know, toddlers when I was going through this and having an, a, a marriage that he was an addict and just being like, okay, I guess this is. I guess this is it. I guess this is what I was supposed to be doing, right? Like helping this guy with his addictions and raising these two kids. I'm just like, you don't know how good it can feel until you get to the other side of it. And I think getting to the other side is that fear of unknown. Like people are just, there is such fear in not knowing where we're going, not knowing what it's going to feel like, not knowing what it's going to look like, not feeling like we're worthy of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And how would you say routine and consistency and perseverance tie into figuring
1: out how good life can be? Mm. I think my favorite thing is to sit down with people and say, okay, what does your current day look like? And they go through all of the chaos, right? It's like, I wake up at this time, but my alarm goes off 17 times. And then I hit my alarm and I finally get up and I already feel rushed and I skip breakfast or I grab it on the way and I'm eating in the car and I'm dropping this kid off and dropping this kid off. And I'm screaming as they're in the backseat, like, right. And then I work all day and I come home and then it's screaming again in the backseat. And then I get home and I don't know what to make for dinner. And I hate cooking dinner. And I'm, you know what I mean? It's just like, I can feel it as they're saying it. I'm like, Oh my God. Like, yes, I know what you're feeling. Like I, I feel that. And then I say, okay, now take this like magic wand, grab your magic wand. And if time and money were not an issue, what would your day look like? And what would it flow like? And how would you wake up? And they're like, well, I guess I'd wake up a little earlier and I'd probably make time to like maybe journal a little bit or I wanna work out before work. And I'm like, cool, when do you wanna work out? And we like go and we build this day that right in front of their eyes flows, right in front of their eyes. And it's like, work is still there we didn't, you know, kill the husband and kids. They're still in our life, right? We're still like taking care of these like non-negotiables that we have in our day, but we're doing it in a way that feels good because we have literally talked it out and like put it on paper saying, look at all these gaps you have. Right. And, and it's, the biggest time sucker that I'm seeing is social media. It is people mm. sitting down in the morning or at night and getting lost in their phone scrolling. And I'm like, okay, well, what's you know, I'll say, well, what's what's getting in your way? Why are you not at? Why don't you have time to do it? You have time. What's getting? Oh, I sit and I scroll, or I sit and I'm just like, it's it's 99% of the time scrolling, or yeah. you know, getting lost in the, in TV, or just needing this like numbness. Yeah. And I'm like, imagine you've replaced that numbness and that mindlessness with something that genuinely feels good and that you like look forward to and something that energizes you and allows you to kind of step into this like next level you, like what would that feel like? And it feels 10 times better, right? Yeah. 10 times better. Because social media, we're stuck in this like comparison mode or, oh, they're doing this and I can't do it. And it's like all of this like negative a lot of negative. I love social media. I have this love hate relationship with it because it's also our job, right? So I'm Same. like, mm. Yeah. Yeah. But, and hard boundaries with it. But yeah. I think people can get so lost in comparing themselves to the, you know, 30 different people that they follow that they look to for certain things, like, you know, different categories this perfect mom, this perfect organization, this perfect entrepreneur, this perfect sex life, this perfect everything. Mm-hmm. And they're taking pieces of all of it and, and then, Putting it together and being like, I am so not where I need to be, and they're comparing themselves to the thirty different people. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think getting really, um, getting really clear on what it is that you actually do in a day, mm-hmm. and noticing because we operate so much on autopilot, right? It's become even though it's uncomfortable and even though it's maybe the least effective, productive, pleasurable. Satisfactory way of living, it's autopilot, and for a part of the brain, a part of the system, that's really easy. Although you're suffering, your body, your brain, it's like this is easy. Like we know Mm -hmm. what to do. And so, how long do you see, or in your experience with yourself and with clients, how long do you see that a new routine takes for it to become kind of autopilot in that in that way? Um, Does it ever? Because that's a fear I I feel like
1: that's what I was gonna say. I was like, I don't feel like it. Really, ever becomes autopilot because as soon as you feel like it's becoming autopilot, like a kid's gonna get sick, right? Or school's gonna, we're gonna go into a pandemic, or you know, illness is gonna happen, or you're gonna get divorced. Like, I have so many different things where I was like, I literally made a post this week of like, I have had to pivot in my routine so much to maintain that consistency. So, whatever you create isn't gonna be the thing that you're doing every single day for the rest of forever, right? It's every single day. Or every however often until you're in that next phase of life, right? Because kids get older and new grades, and and you know you're not going to be doing yoga forever. Maybe you want to start lifting weights, and you've got to go somewhere else to do it. Like it just everything yeah. kind of starts to shift. But I have this I have this tool on my website and on my Instagram, and I called it just like my Gap Finder tool, and I have used that. Method every single time I've had this like life pivot, like kids out of school for the summer, grab my gap finder, kids back in school, grab my gap finder, divorce, like parents, like business, every single thing using that tool because it's a way where you can kind of just start tracking what you're doing and saying, okay, I woke up at this time, brushed my teeth at this time, you know, this took this long, fed the dogs, let them out. Like you're able, it's just identifying different gaps in your day and those gaps are going to be different based on where you are in life. So I feel like having that routine, that's just like forever kind of going like this is kind of some, a lie we tell ourselves. Um, yeah. and for some reason we find those pivots hard. Like I have people all the time that are like, Oh, well this happened, like my kid got sick and then they were sick for two days and then three days. And then it's just not like, my routine is just shot. Yeah. And while I have like, you know, empathy in those situations, it's like, but why didn't you have to like, we have to be the best us possible for those kids to be the best them possible, right? Like how you show up is what they're watching every single day. And I have two girls, two teenagers. So maybe I, I take it a little bit different of like, I need to show up in ways that I want them to show up for themselves. So I hope that they're watching and they make fun of everything I do, everything they make fun of it. And I'm just like, one day when you're 30, you're going to thank me. Like, I know you will. And so I feel it even more for parents who are like, I'm just, I can't figure. And I'm like, you have to, you have to figure it out because you have to feel good. If you don't feel good, your kids see it. They feel it. They're internalizing it. They're thinking that this is the way that life should be lived. Like show them how life should be lived Mm. is almost the mentality I have.
0: Mm. I love it. And I hear you. I think for me, maybe it's a little bit of a, um, utopia like when will my my routine become (laughs) autopilot because there's always that voice in the head that says oh let's snooze or let's go to the beach instead uh, Mm -hmm. of doing this thing or like picking up grocery I'll do that tomorrow and then it fucks up my whole week and then Mm -hmm. I get stressed and then I'm not eating on my set times yeah and then there's this ripple effect of negative consequences And then I, and then, and then, yeah. And then it's stress frustration.
1: I feel like we have to be able to look ahead and feel that that frustration ahead of time. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm all about, I'm in this phase now, my kids are teens and she, my 16 year old constantly is reminding mom, I have like a couple of years left in the house and I'm like, oh my God, I need to like soak up every single ounce of everything. And like, you want to go to the movie? We'll go to a movie. You want to go do this? We'll go do this. Like, what do you want to do? I want to spend time with you. And, but there is this, like, I also have non-negotiables and I have responsibilities and I have a way that I want to feel every single day. So I'm not going to, they would eat out seven days a week if I let them, you know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm not eating out seven days a week because I don't feel like my best self when I eat out seven days a week. So there's like a give and take too of like, okay, do I want to go to the beach? Yeah. I want to go to the beach deep down. Is that like, is that aligned? Do I want to go? Yeah. Yeah let's go to the beach. What am I, what am I missing out on? What am I skipping or procrastinating on or pushing off to the next day? But the next day I'm going to get those things done. Right. I'm going to like, I am a huge fan. I'll show in here. I don't know if there's going to be a visual on the podcast, but I use this like time block calendar and I am almost like obsessed OCD with it. So if, if something pops up or the kids are like, let's go do this. And I'm like, yeah, let's go do this. And I like, don't spend time working in that afternoon or I don't spend time doing x y and z that afternoon or laundry gets pushed off or whatever it is it's pushed to the next day or it's pushed to the next gap in my day where I would typically sit and just be like scrolling or doing mindless whatever it's pushed to another time in my day where I can make sure that all my boxes are checked. does that make
0: sense yeah it makes sense um and and by the way I love that your calendar is analog handwritten <laughs> I fun. know
1: I'm so I just you know I'm I like I get off on like the cross through of yeah. to do list. <laughs> it's like Same. my favorite feeling in the world <laughs> yeah I have digital
0: calendars obviously I yeah. have Asana all the things with the team yeah. but I also have my I realized that it gives me actually a sense of like psychological slash mental like calm to write like yes. in my calendar yeah. as well. Even if I tell
1: stay-at-home moms to do that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. get a time block calendar so you know, because you're right. Like it, there is this like ease that comes with it of like, oh, I know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing when I'm supposed to be doing it, and not in an obsessive way, and not in a like hustle mindset way, because I'm 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 also working really 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 hard to like release all I call it like 2016 mindset of like go 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 like hustle 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 like no rest for the you know the week rest and that kind of stuff um but just like it it allows you to see the intentional blocks like i have lunch breaks i have outside breaks i have farmers market i have like happy hour with Andrea tomorrow like I have all the things on my time block calendar so I can just see where the gaps are and where my open space is because sometimes those gaps are filled with a beach trip sometimes those gaps are filled with a hike sometimes those gaps are filled with a longer dog walk sometimes those gaps are filled with more quality family time right so it's not necessarily like filling them to make sure all of our to-dos are done and filled with laundry and dishes and all the things it's just also that joy has to be kind of scheduled in there you know
0: yeah Absolutely. And that's why I oftentimes tell my clients, and I mentioned to course participants, put your pleasure practices in your calendar. Mm -hmm. And I think for a lot of people, sometimes it trips them up because in my work, it's sexuality. And so it can feel like, well, then it's coercive. Or like, there's a sense of like force. Should I, I want to feel, and when I do my pleasure practices, I want to do them because I feel like it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And it's like, well, Yeah, that's good, like maybe 10% of the times, but like if you're really working towards a goal, like changing your relationship with your body, experiencing more pleasure, having your first orgasm, learning how to squirt, whatever it is. Even having sex in a long-term relationship, oftentimes I say it's not spontaneous. You're not going to just spontaneously always feel like it. And it's the same with these things like going to the, yeah. the farmer's market, going to the gym, doing the work, like doing all those things. Sometimes you will feel this sense of like natural motivation and feel good feeling before. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But a lot of the time it's just it's based on a on a decision. It's based on that commitment. Yeah. And you show up well, for and yourself and you do it.
1: In your world probably too, there's a lot of guilt around taking that time.
0: Oh, to go yeah. do
1: that for myself you know 100%. what I mean
0: 100%
1: they're so they feel so much guilt. like it's again it's like I don't deserve this I'm not worthy I, I haven't earned the ability to take this time for myself I hear that often and <sighs> it's such that's a hard one to push people through right yeah. It's it's having them see like no like you are worthy of it you are deserving of taking time for yourself like what makes you think that you're not <laughs> you know almost yeah. yeah
0: so i think also for me there's this feeling of like living a more organized routine based a life where there is beautiful consistency um almost that it's like i it's almost like being worthy of that level of ease and happiness like mm-hmm. in general and yeah. feeling like I'm not constantly like chasing or struggling like, like what you said, like I'll, Mm -hmm. I'll sleep in, I'll snooze because I'm tired, but then everything else is just such a chase and stress and all of that. Although I don't completely identify with that and that's not the way I live, but like still there are, there are places with like food and giving myself like saying no to certain things so that I can, get those things in place and and what I heard you said is that things change all the time external things kids sick you know holidays blah blah, blah all of it so it's almost sure. like choosing what are your like how many things would you say in the beginning to focus on is it like five negoti- non-negotiables and like really identifying those because a lot of the basic self-care like brushing your teeth all of that is on autopilot we don't need to think yeah. about that stuff
1: we don't need to pencil that in.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, I was listening to um, a podcast. Please with, brush
1: your um, teeth. Yeah.
0: Andrew Huberman, and he got this question like, what's your morning routine? And so he didn't say shower, brush teeth and get dressed. So people were like, well, don't you shower? He's like, of course I shower. I like, don't you brush your teeth? He's like, of course I brush my teeth. Like, we don't have to mention those things. Yeah. But yeah. when it comes to building maybe a new routine from scratch, like, how many things would you, like, how would you say how many things to focus on like what's what's kind of what what feels feasible for a sort of general normal western mm-hmm. person <laughs> to to that's establish? that's the exact
1: question i would ask the person asking it i would oh, say yeah. what feels feasible right yeah. like i would say so one of the first questions is like what are what are the things that you want to gain more consistency around mm. eating movement Maybe there's things in there like I really enjoy reading, I want to read more. Maybe there's things in there like I see you journaling, I feel like I should be journaling, <laughs> like that kind of thing is usually it's like those four things are typically the big ones. Yeah. Um but then there's like gardening and there's like I want to take my dog on walks, and there's I wanna, you know, spend time in the afternoon or in the evenings with my family. Like there's just different things like that. And so it's it's those things that the gaps are filled with. So if you have yeah. one gap to fill in your day. Maybe it's, you know, a co- like my gap, my big, like, what do I do here so that I'm not just like sitting, being like bored or like drawn to like scroll and boredom is great. Like, I'm a huge fan of like sitting and being bored and just being with yourself and having that silence. But like mine was evenings, right? It was like be- before dinner, after work, there's like this little gap where I was just like, I guess I'll do laundry, you know, I don't, um like, I don't know, you know. And it's like, what would feel the best to fill that gap? I want to be outside. So go do your gardening, go plant a flower, go dig on the dirt, go pull weeds, go outside with the dog, go walk, go do anything. You know what I mean? And so I often have people create this, I call it like a joy list. Like if you, what are the things that make you smile? What are the things that make you completely and totally disconnect? What are the things that make you put your phone down and just be with yourself? And that is, you know, reading, journaling, movement, all the things that's what you pull from in that little block of time where you're like, I don't know what to do at this time. I'm typically scrolling. I'm typically, you know, bored. I'm typically like eating, like, cause I'm bored, right? Like all the things that's where you fill that time. That's where you pull from that gap. Or I'm sorry. It's that joy list and fill that gap with something from yeah. your joy list.
0: So it I can be one concept. thing. It doesn't have yeah. to be
1: the whole routine that you're like, duh, 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 but it can be but whatever feels good to that one person, whatever they need to start doing. I was listening to this other book the other day and I was talking about like step one is where, we're, you know, step zero is where we are now. And then step 10 is maybe that, that two year vision that we have. Of like, this is what I want my data to look like. This is what I want it to feel like. And so many people, they kind of identify all the steps that it's going to take to get there and they get wrapped up in step seven. Oh, what's going to happen when if something happens around step seven, like what if this happens? And, so, and it's like, that's, Totally irrelevant right now. Go to step, what is step one? What is the first thing that you need? What about step three? What if something happens irrelevant? What is step one? Like really getting people to just pause and like there's no rush, like there's zero rush to get to your two-year your goal, right? That's gonna happen in a couple of years. What do you need to do in the meantime? Step one to make that process a little easier or to kind of get in the habit of making that routine a little more realistic. Yeah, I love the
0: fill the gaps. I love the whole gap um, concept of yours. I've never really thought about it that way—that there are so many yeah. gaps. Um, so many, so many. You know, gaps. I blame it on my
1: ex-boyfriend. He—I <laughs> was like complaining one day about like my business, like five, four years ago, and I was complaining about my business, and I'm like, I just need like seven more hours in the day of just like uninterrupted whatever. And he was like, Have you ever like sat down and just tracked what you actually do in the day? And I was like. I actually have not. And that's a little intimidating. And I don't know if I want to do all that. And I can't sit and I can't possibly sit in truck every single hour of my day. Right. I'm like sitting there myself complaining. And so the next few days I sat and I did it. And I was like, okay, alarm goes off at this time. I roll out of bed at this time. I sat and, and it's, I sat there on like day two. And I'm like, I can't write three hours of Netflix again. I can't shit, I cannot write three hours of that. What do I need to fill this gap? And it was just so eye opening to me, you know yeah. what I mean? And so I give that tool to all of my clients and I'm like, do this. And half of the time they're like, okay, well, it stopped at noon. And I'm like, why did it stop at noon? Well, I scrolled for a little bit and then forgot. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. So there's your gap. Like, what is like, walk yeah. through your day and where do we need to kind of make some shifts?
0: Yeah. Cause time is, do you find that people use time as the biggest excuse?
1: I I typically go through this little life wheel that I have with people and it's like seven different categories and it's like physical body and mindset. And I have them like rate on a scale of one to 10. And like the fourth one is time. And it's Mm. hands down always the lowest because I say, where do you rate yourself on a scale of one to 10? 10 being super satisfied with how it's spent and where it's going and one not being satisfied. And they're like, oh my God, two, negative one you know it's just like I don't even know where my time goes and I'm like well, let's start looking right like I think awareness is everything I, yeah. I think awareness is everything because once you know you know too much and it's really hard to go back yeah you know? and you have
0: to look yourself in the eyes and yes. be like well or you have to look at the if you have it on your phone and the little percentage yes.
1: like <laughs> thing
0: yeah. it was so funny when I went on I just came back from um A four and a half week um summer vacation completely unplugged
1: no social
0: media no emails no clients no nothing it was so good
1: you feel like a new woman
0: I do and um my clients have been saying like you look so you look so different (laughs) (laughs) good it's so good and now um but the first week on my vacation I think my um my screen time on my phone decreased with like, I think it was 27% or 37. It was something crazy like that. Amazing. And I'll tell myself I'm working, right? When I'm looking at Instagram, I'm working. I'm not working. Research. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I have to stay connected (laughs) to, you know, whatever. So. (laughs) You
1: know, I have to remind myself, I'm like, it was designed to just keep us there and suck us in. Like it is doing its job when we're sitting there just like giggling at video after video after video, or I'll be like, okay, I need to like share a quote now. So I'll like go through the people that I follow and see if they've shared any good quotes. And then I'm like two, you know, not two hours, but like what feels like two hours later, I'm like tapped through everyone in my, that I'm following stories. And I'm like, why did I just spend that much time, like I could have been doing something that was way more productive towards my business yeah. or towards my life in general. You know, we get so sucked into it. So boundaries are something on social media that I've really had to start practicing to, yeah. to, help control that.
0: How do you feel boundaries apply to the whole? Like, because, like I said, I have to, I have to be honest with myself. Like, if I go do this thing, it's gonna impact. Mm-hmm you know it's gonna in two days or tomorrow or this evening um it's the same with like eating uh social engagement um how do you feel boundaries how important are boundaries not just for social media but in general as as maybe especially while you're building a routine when it's kind of like shaky and and fragile
1: in terms of like
0: (laughs) feeling connected
1: to it yeah I mean, I would say really important, I think, um, you know, in those moments when we're like, Oh, I want to do this, but I want to, you know, that kind of thing. It's like, I often ask myself, is it going to be worth it? Is -hmm. it going to be worth it for me to disconnect and go spend this time with the girls and not do that extra hour of work I was wanting to do? Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, is it going to be worth it to not make dinner and go out to eat for the fifth night this week? Mm, No. I'll make dinner. You know what I mean? It's kind of this, like, is it going to be worth it or not? But boundaries, I think like there's personal boundaries. And then there's also like, I think there's such power if you were with someone or have a partner in some way, shape, or form, like sharing this kind of plan or this routine with, with that significant other, because, you know, I remember at one point with my ex being like, I want you to like, come up to me when you get home. And like, say hi and like greet me and all these things because he would just like go like this and like steer away and stuff like that and then I would realize that every time he came up to me I was just like I'm working like what do you do you know what I mean like at the mm-hmm. same time I was like asking him to do something yet I was like pushing it away and so I had to realize it was like I had I need to figure out this boundary with like with relationships I need to fill out figure out this boundary with work like where are the areas that we kind of like give and take like Having them on the same page in terms of like sharing that routine so that they also help you show up in it and aren't interrupting oh, yeah. interrupting sounds so rude. But it's they kind of are interference. You know, it's even a kind of
0: interference. In yeah. Interference
1: for sure. Yeah. But it's the same with children, it's the same with job, it's the same with, you know, everything I tell people like I have I have two days a week where I will allow myself to do appointments or errands outside and things like that. And if someone calls and they're like, We have this orthodontist appointment available on Tuesday, I'm like, no, that's, I can't do that. I have calls that day or something like that. Or even in the morning when I don't have calls, I'm like, can you come in at 9am? I'm sorry. I'll be working out at that time. Like I treat everything in my routine. Like it's my job. Like it's part of what I, I have time spaces on my calendar where I allow the other things to come in so that I can constantly kind of show up for myself. Yeah. I love that.
0: Um, that's super inspiring and I've been uh, implementing the same thing in my my business especially around time zones yeah because I um, with a family and a kid I just I can't work with people for I'm in Central European time it was a little bit tricky for us to make this happen for you yes it was (laughs) and you I actually allowed myself to um, make an exception but I because it was a (laughs) one-off yeah but with clients I, I tell them you have to get up at 6 a.m. Yeah. in the morning because I cannot yeah. work after yeah. 4 p.m. I have to pick up my kid from yeah. daycare or I have to I have to wind down. I can't work yeah. in the evening. And before like a few years ago, I would be up working at 10 p.m. and it just meeting completely... everyone
1: else's needs. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: And little by little, I'm realizing that no, that doesn't work. Yeah. And um <laughs> And then I think it's also when it comes to, I think that's such an interesting thing. Also meeting everyone else's needs is like, what are the needs of my body? And what are the Mm. needs of like my ego or my self image? Because I'm realizing that my needs are not always the same as my body's needs. Like my body craves that uh, consistency routine with uh, sleep, wake times, eat times, also what I eat, things like that. Yeah. Whereas my taste buds will be like, let's have a Coca-Cola. And my body's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> and sometimes I win. Sometimes I lose. Like, And yeah. so it's also interesting in like, who is the voice inside of you that says, I need right. this. I want this. Yeah. And listening deeper. So in my, with my clients, I try and like get them to listen to their sexuality. Like what, what does your pussy say? Like, what does she need? Yeah what is your body's what is your body craving what will actually make you feel really good compared to what does your brain say Mm -hmm. is it Netflix or is it um pleasure meditation like pleasure self-care um and you have to figure out like that there are different voices inside
1: yes oh my gosh yes I I honestly, I, oh my God, it's, (laughs) that's the other thing that I, hear. it's like, I'm stuck and I don't know where to start. And then I can't stop my thoughts (laughs) and it's like, yeah, and I can't determine what's real and what's not. Yeah. Right. I feel like that's something that I really struggled with. So I started journaling in December of 2020. Um, so I'm still, I'm like, we're not even two years into like journaling, but I've done it every single day since December of 2020. And it has been the most pivotal tool that I've ever used in helping myself kind of distinguish the difference between what was real and what were just like toxic thoughts or ego thoughts or thoughts that were not serving where I wanted to go. Right. I feel like for anyone that's in that space of like, that overwhelm all of this up here right like all that head overwhelm the thoughts that are taking over the is this for me or is this my ego like write write it down because journaling I think if you allow yourself to go deep enough you I call it my voice I call it like she's a herd. it's my that voice comes up and she is like brutally honest, and she knows exactly what's up and exactly what's real. And if you dive deep enough and squash the ego enough and shut the thoughts up enough, she comes out and she's going to be like, this is what you need. This is what you're feeling. This is what fear is driving that this is what past trauma has been fueling that right. It's just, we are so busy up here that we we don't. That's why I say I love being bored I think we need to be bored sometimes I think we need to have those spaces where we are just literally sitting and doing nothing and no phone in our hands and no tv and just being because it allows that ego to kind of shut up a little bit and her the real voice to kind of come in and speak
0: I love that journaling is powerful I've done it for many many yeah. years when I feel the worst I usually stop and that's when I yes. need it the most yes um, <laughs> I was experiencing burnout and and depression and I had um, some health issues over a few years and my journaling just stopped because it felt like it was just shitty thoughts right but that's when sure. I really needed it the most yeah and now thankfully I'm back into it not daily yeah. I'm getting there but it's, it's a life-changing practice. Yeah. And, um, well,
1: and those shitty thoughts, I, it's like, you can either put them on paper and get curious about them or you can keep them in.
0: Yeah. I kept them in and I kept wallowing and I went down. Yes. The negative and then spiral.
1: feel, you know, and then it's like, then you can feel the shift of like, that's, it's, I'm like, I don't care what's on, your, like, get it out, like, put yeah. it on paper and see what comes out because there is such power in putting it on paper and getting it out of your head not that it's we're, never gonna pop up again you know oh for sure yeah
0: and while we're on the topic of, of journaling I also re- recommend people doing for whatever like if it's a food journal I recommend people doing sex journaling every time after sex every time after practice it could be your gym it could be whatever it is have a specific like designated place to journal about for example sexuality how was the orgasm How was the experience? How did it feel? What did you learn? And it could be one sentence. Sometimes it's just a big celebration. Sometimes it's a a deep, but because we tend to forget our development process and journaling helps us remember And we think, I'll forget how amazing this feels. No, you won't. Because your ego will tell you in three days, everything's shit. I suck. I never (laughs) feel pleasure. I'll, you'll never have an orgasm again. You're never going to have an orgasm at all. You're never going to lift those weights. But if you, if you document it, you can go back and be like, actually two weeks ago, it felt amazing. Wow. That breakthrough. I forgot about that. Wow. I'm actually on track. Yeah. So as I'm 100%. saying this, I'm going to have a routine and consistency journal.
1: <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay, I'm doing it. <laughs> Challenge accepted. I love yes. that.
0: I love um, that. And to tie back, we're going to wrap up soon, but to tie back to the thing you said about including your partner, mm-hmm. I think there's actually, um, there's statistics that show that if you include like um, a person is more likely to succeed if the whole family does it or like, yeah, you involve the kids, especially, well, but especially a partner, a lover, mm-hmm. a romantic partner, someone you're living with, um, you could even include a friend, there's a level of accountability, but also it's yeah. like, you're not working against everyone else's yeah. routines, right, or yeah. desire to stay the same, and so that goes for, like, sexuality as well, if you want to change things and start learning about your body and doing more pleasure practices, tell your partner and tell them why, and ask your yeah. space, like, hey, Again, it's a, ra- a lot around like shame and guilt, right? Because mm-hmm. it can feel kind of strange to be like, now I'm going to treat myself to sexual self-care. Is that yeah. going to feel strange for my partner? Is he going to feel, or she going to feel, they're going to feel like I'm not happy with them or whatever. It's Left like, no. Out or something. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? No, it just yeah. means that you're trying to deepen your self-connection. And so mm-hmm. bringing them on, having permission both that goes both ways and just feeling like we're doing this together yeah. is definitely going to impact so
1: powerful success love that yeah Yeah. I agree 100% (laughs) (laughs) I think accountability is everything and I think that's what a lot of people lack you know I think people feel like they have to just do it on their own and there no one else could possibly understand and no one else is going to be able to help it's all on them and I'm I think there's such power in community and having your spouse on board and your friends on board and like the people closest to you just aware of what's going on. But that's also very scary. I think there's like this fear in being vulnerable and fear in sharing, you know, maybe their inconsistencies or their lack of. I don't know what it is. There's yeah. a lot of fear in there though. I think also
0: there's a fear around the grief that you'll feel that you wasted so many years of your life not living this way. Mm-hmm. So it can kind of hurt more to change and become that person because then you actually have to grieve all the years when you didn't. Because yeah. if you realize that you actually are capable of doing it, it means it means that you didn't do it for many years. And there can be yeah. this fear of feeling a lot of anger towards yourself, guilt and grief for time lost. Yeah. Um, I think that's- but-
1: On the flip to challenge that, I look at that time and I'm like, oh, my God, look at all the lessons I learned in between then and now. Yes. You know what I mean? And and now I know exactly how it feels to feel that way. Is that worth it? No. We're going to stay over here. You know
0: what I mean? Yes. 100%. And it's never too late, right? Never.
1: Yeah. Never too late.
0: I'm going to feel my best when I turn 40. That's in three years.
1: Oh, I love that that's my plan. Oh, I'm taking that challenge on too then. I'm going to feel my butt because I have four years until my kids are both out of high school and I'll be 40 when my youngest turns 18. And I'm like, oh my gosh, imagine, <laughs> like imagine being 40 in an empty nester. I'm like, okay, 40 is going to be my year
0: for sure. That's amazing. I'll probably <laughs> be like knee deep in toddlerhood again when I'm 40.
1: Completely different <laughs> <life spans. laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, Everybody's that's okay. on a journey yeah that's
0: awesome um lastly uh do you want to tell people where they can find out more about you and what you have to offer and if they feel inspired how they can learn you mentioned the gap thing that there's a form they can download do you have any freebies and that's
1: a free tool that gap finder journal is a free tool on my instagram so my instagram is it's i say it's and that's like the first word of my instagram handle so it's like messing me up a bit every time I tell people what my Instagram handle is. But it's at it's dot reina R-A-I-N-A.
0: We'll include um, the link below. Period in the between stuff.
1: yeah check out the, the show notes. Um but my Instagram is at it's just reina. Um, My website is it's just you blueprint dot com. Um, and so all my information is on my website. I have um, a couple courses. Um, I have a journaling course that I am absolutely in love with just to help people kind of get started on getting all their bull stuff out. <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to pick up on here. Um, and I also am working on a new course that is basically going to kind of consolidate all my one-on-one coaching um, into like a self-paced course to teach people how to build a routine. And I also have one-on-one coaching. So many right. options. what I
0: love about our conversation is that it feels like it's not rocket science it's actually not that complicated but at least in my case my brain has made it into this very complicated thing yes
1: (laughs) it is the hardest thing in the world for most people and I'm like wait this is so simple (laughs) (laughs) Yes. yes
0: exactly so thank you for bringing that sense of like simplicity and um possibility Um, at least to me I'm sure other people feel it too lastly is there anything else like a message that you want to share with people around this oh other than that or did I just ask you a really complicated hard question no
1: No, I'm just like I'm like trying to think of what like the smallest little simple thing would be and it's I would say a challenge to fill one gap replace one gap with something and also just to take some breaths like i am a big fan like in between every single thing in my day i am sitting out on my porch with the sun on my face even if it's just for 30 seconds just taking as many pauses as i need to throughout the day to kind of slow myself down and just slow myself down because yeah. <laughs> i feel like we as human are just like go 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 what's next what do i have to do what do i have to do and then when we're not in that mode we are crashed scrolling into numbness so it's just like just pause without anything a couple of times yeah. a day and see how that feels
0: fill one gap and pause yeah excellent I will definitely <laughs> do that thank you so much Raina. this has been an absolute delight I appreciate you thank you for having me oh, okay bye-bye <laughs> Okay, my friend, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I hope you learned something new today or that I reminded you of something you already knew or do and that you feel inspired and encouraged to prioritize sex, pleasure, and orgasms in your busy life. If you love this podcast, please share it with your friends and give it a rating or review so this important message can reach more people on this planet. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time.